And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Give it to you in about A's word. Okay. Right. It was excruciating. <laughs> Unconvincing, poorly written, moronic, completely contrived shit. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that was seven I, words, but no. I don't know. I, like, why don't you tell us what you really want? <laughs> Steve is holding way back on this one. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm kind of on the just can't, Just kind relax and be yourself, you know? <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle, Season 9, Episode 17, the original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, beside me have a man who quit dating insomniacs, as none of them would sleep with him. It's Mike <laughs> McDonough, McDonough. Live from Vegas, we have a man who's going to make a Mexican joke but decided not to cross that border. It's Sean. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer, a man who enjoys long walks away from responsibility. It's Mark, superhero Leonard. This week, we'll be discussing some movies in the shape of uh, The Last Witch Hunter and Bone Tomahawk, and some TV in the form of Wicked City. Of course, we'll have some of the usuals with the news and some previews on coming to a bicycle near you. So, how are we doing? Fantastic, Steve. Good. How are you doing, Marcus? You totally caught me chewing. Did I? <laughs> See, this is, this a, this is a running really, really theme, actually, yeah. isn't it? He, he picks the moment to, for when the podcast starts to shove something in his gob. Yep. <laughs> I am so inconsiderate. <laughs> it's a wonder you guys are even still friends with me. <laughs> you know, if there wasn't a podcast now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pushing yeah. it, you know. So uh, how often have we gone up to visit him in Donegal? <laughs> <laughs> me or you, Mike? I went up for his wedding. Remember that bit? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't count. Uh, some, some things you can never, ever live down. <laughs> and you now come to my wedding is one of them. Uh, yeah. So Steve, Steve what, what are we talking about tonight? Tell me. Tonight, uh, well, I've already covered what we will be talking about. We're also going to be talking about some other stuff that we saw this week and there's one in particular I'd like to talk about which is the man from uncle I got oh, to you it got finally that. yeah 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 oh, this is the one that you finally. get very very high marks I think we did uh, but the movie going public didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true yeah. I thought it would have done better but anyway this I, I thought this was more like Bond than mm-hmm. Bond yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean uh-huh. it's, it's more like the old school Bond than yeah. Uh, yeah. the new Bond and mm-hmm. For that, it was a lot of fun. It was like mm-hmm. Bond with an American accent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got the whole 60s thing really well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah it's good fun. Uh-huh. It's good fun. And uh, obviously, they have a franchise starting of some I, sort. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully, yeah. there's 24 movies of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the woman from Anti. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can but hope. Yeah. Um, what else to see this week? Uh, Grabbers. You saw this a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, we, we, we reviewed mm. it. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the Irish horror from 2012. Where Irish if you're drunk, they don't get you. Yeah, it's a horror-omedy. <coughs> yeah, so the basic premise being, uh, if you've missed our previous episode reviewing it, you better not have. Was, um, Go do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> Space squid or octopus or something arrive on a small island off of Ireland and start to eat people. Mm-hmm. And the people of the island discovered that if you're rotten drunk, mm-hmm. that's... It won't come after you All because right. it's sort of allergic to alcohol and it kills it. Right. <laughs> That's the basic premise. So, so to to save the island, mm-hmm. the the pr- protagonists mm-hmm. uh, decide to have a lock in right. in, in the in the pub for no reason. You know, uh, they didn't tell them why. Mm-hmm. 
and the, they sort of go they go to mass mm-hmm. and they stand at, at the pulpit and mm-hmm. sorry father I just have to talk to him yeah we're having a lock in because we all really like him and everyone's just like oh, what mm-hmm. yeah everyone has to go and they're like what yeah. there's a free bar oh let's go <laughs> <laughs> stampede <laughs> yeah now it, it's it's ridiculous but it, it's very funny you know it's it's brain at the door kind of mm-hmm. stuff but um <clears throat> yeah it's worth a look <laughs> right yeah this this Saturday was Halloween. I'm not sure if you were aware. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And had there been an infestation of grabbers in Letterkenny Town, I would have been completely immune. <laughs> I would have been totally invisible. So I've been looking forward to Halloween for mm-hmm. weeks and weeks now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it anyway, but I made a stand this year. I am mm-hmm. getting dressed up. <laughs> right. So I ordered my morph suit. I got my black 1980, Kirka 1985 black Spider-Man costume. Mm-hmm. And I suited up, much like the web, web slinger does himself, mm-hmm. and I headed on into the town. But my mistake, it was me, Michelle, and a couple of friends of mine. My mistake was we went to their house first to have a few drinks. Mm-hmm. And this is where it all started to go wrong. And like, I don't drink that often. Like, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's not a regular thing. But when I do, um, I don't usually do a big binge thing either. I tend to usually drink in moderation, but my God was moderation. So on an ephemeral concept mm-hmm. on Saturday. So I called up to my buddies, Donna and Orson. They have a lot to, they have a lot to answer for, to be honest, mm-hmm. for, for getting me in this state. Though, to be fair to them, they were the ones trying to pull me back from the brink. <laughs> right. so Donna actually gave me a chicken curry and rice mm-hmm. at like about an hour after I arrived because it was so necessary. <laughs> so good. <laughs> a load of rice. So yeah. <laughs> it was then that all of the flaws with wearing a morph suit out on a night out started to appear. Mm-hmm. Because they, they zip up completely. I was going to say, there's no zipper in the right yeah. place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so they zip one. from the part of your back you can't reach to <laughs> the top of your skull, right? <laughs> and like, while it is funny to watch a drunk person try and reach something that cannot be reached by the human shoulder, um, it gets a bit awkward. So I had a spare um, Under Armour top with me because I was worried that the stitching wouldn't hold in this thing because it's it's a little bit snug, right? These things are a bit snug. And when you're moving around and dancing or whatever, I just said this could burst wide open and my dignity would be just lost. It'd be in tatters in the dance floor in Letterkenny, which it is most days anyway, but I digress. So to get out of this to the point where you can expose your genitalia <laughs> and actually do a number one, requires you to open the zips completely, right? And then take off all of the top mm-hmm. and push it down past the important part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that would mean okay, that I would be standing yeah. in a urinal, mm-hmm. completely topless, mm-hmm. yeah. dressed as one half of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, I, I had that spare top with me. I pulled that on. You probably fit then, right in though in Donegal, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? There was, there was a communion of morph suits. I had my picture taken with Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I, ne- yeah. I never learned his real name. I understand that kind of thing happens in nightclubs all the time. <laughs> and there was a bunch of other guys in morph suits. There's about five or six of us in total. And <laughs> there was, there was a mo- we exchanged a moment on the dance floor at one point. <laughs> but like it was, it was great because um, if you weren't in fancy dress, you would have really stood out. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's great just to like to have a whole place into the whole dressing up thing. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, come here. What's the the etiquette on going into a nightclub toilet and asking a complete stranger to undo your zipper for you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, luckily, I had the wherewithal to to get that done at my table with people, by people I knew. <laughs> but um, 
but it was funny because like uh, honey can you zip me up <laughs> <laughs> um, there's the dig like, as you know i was i was i was a bouncer for a while right and uh i knew that it would be annoying to have somebody come into the door where you couldn't see their face at all because mm. i could be anybody i could be their greatest enemy you know if he was roughly my shape like mm-hmm. So I deliberately put on my mask in the taxi so that when I'd be going in the door, they wouldn't know who I was. Because I kind of, like, I was, I was drunk, but, like, I was, I was up for a bit of crack, like. So I was kind of hoping they would stop me. And I'd go, I'm sorry, Spider-Man, party of four? <laughs> <laughs> but the bastards never did. They let me just sail on in, like, yeah. plainly unprofessional. And then when I got in there, I was, I could, I could tell that, that I couldn't see anybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because my face was covered and I was just trying to look out through white eye holes in the in the black spidey suit. But uh, I got the impression that people were, were checking out my suit. So I drank a full bottle, a long neck bottle of beer through the suit. So that I, I was going to ask you about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It is possible. Oh, like, yeah. you, need to, you need to give it a bit of suction. like Extra filtered. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was such a bad idea. But I, I, you'd never do that kind of stuff sober. Like, you never do any of this sober. But anyway... Um, <laughs> I, I paid for it. I paid for it all day Sunday, all day Monday. And it wasn't like I got out of the gym last night that I felt even vaguely human. So mm. I, I think I'm a cautionary tale. No more drinking out of Christmas. It's official. You heard it here. <laughs> well, not till the 28th, isn't it? Mm-hmm, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me revise that. Yeah. <laughs> From the dark. From the dark. Tell us, Mike. What's that? From the dark. I saw this on the Horror Channel this week. It is a pretty new Irish movie. Um, oh, really? Yeah, it's it's been doing the the festival rounds. Oh, okay. I think it started end of last year, but all this year it's been going festival to festival. Yeah, and uh, it's finally made the TV breakthrough. Uh, it's a B movie, uh, very much so a B movie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so you have four characters. They obviously borrowed somebody's house and car. <laughs> <laughs> The director's mum and dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, base, the basic idea is there's a, there's an old fella uh, digging or cutting turf, mm-hmm. and he digs up a bog buddy, and uh, turns out the bog buddy isn't as dead as. Uh, and he's not too pleased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which used to happen all the time. In yeah, indeed. rural parts of Ireland. <laughs> That's right. So uh, yeah, the bog buddy is of course a monster turns out he he doesn't like humans too much and he doesn't like light so hence from the dark mm-hmm. um so the the main characters are uh, a young couple from dublin who rather adventurously have gone out beyond the m50 for the weekend <laughs> <laughs> and uh, irish irish joke irish yeah, yeah, yeah. Road joke there yeah. people and uh Lo and behold, their worst nightmares occur <laughs> when, they, when they've left the big, the big city. <laughs> Should have left those lights. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's it. It's it's a monster movie in a house. Uh, young people getting chased around the place, trying frantically to keep some sort of light on somewhere, anywhere. Please. Really? Johnny? Oh, Johnny? Was <laughs> any good? It actually wasn't bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. As, as a B movie. B movie, so yeah. it's out of two. Yeah, yeah, it's a solid one, like you know. Solid one, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if you're flicking through the channels of an evening, you see it on. Worth a look, sure. All right, okay, yeah. cool. Um, I wish they'd make more Irish horror movies. It's a great place for horror. Was an American one? 
Mark, you were in a horror movie, weren't you? Irish horror movie? Or was it just I, that it was so bad that it was so horrible? <laughs> yeah, no, no. It was it was one of those that was so bad. Like, it would have been a zero on the B-movie scale. I was in um, Trained for Action, starring uh, kickboxing star Don the Dragon Wilson. Nice. Which I actually have on DVD no in way. my house. <laughs> no yeah. way. And do you know what it's brilliant for? Actually, I'll show it to you whenever you come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant for looking at Galway in mm. that time period. Okay. All right. Because the Clinical Science Institute up at the mm-hmm. hospital is the FBI headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then they, they do this this thing that I'm sure they do in all um, films where they don't, the geography is merged. So they're having a, a foot chase, mm-hmm. right? And they run down towards mm-hmm. the corn store and appear at the top of the salmon weir. <laughs> and obviously those two places are not connected in any shape or form. But um and you know the um the wee grocery shop that used to be in the corn store? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's gone a good while now, but that mm. was the scene of a violent murder. <laughs> and there is, you know, down the lane in Buskers, uh-huh. yeah. There's a shootout there. <laughs> so it's hilarious. Like just yeah. just if you're from Galway, it's hilarious to watch yeah. that. Like yeah. and there's a few characters that I still see around, like like the main um the number one henchman is a kind of a character around Galway. He's involved mm-hmm. in mockness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And you still see him and he looks exactly the same. Like he's older, obviously, mm-hmm. as we all are, but yeah. he looks exactly the same. Wasn't wasn't that a thing? Wasn't there like twenty or twenty five kung fu movies made in Connemara back in the Yeah, 90s? there was a grant or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. They, they they were belting them out like <laughs> every week. What would we do a movie on? Yeah, <laughs> kung fu. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I didn't realize that Mark was part of our uh, kung fu film heritage. Yeah, yeah, in the West our, part of our cultural heritage yeah. in so many ways. Mark. There you go. <laughs> like I have to put a plaque outside the wall of his house. You know, <laughs> Mark Leonard, born here. <laughs> Cock. <laughs> You're such assholes. Small car. <laughs> what else I get to this? Oh yeah. And Mark is going to put a Facebook up, a picture up on Facebook to dispute Steve's last claim. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably saw during the week that I posted up the picture of the tattoo I was talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did indeed. There was a question. There's a yeah, I must actually put a, a picture up of mm-hmm. the Halloween outfit now that we've mm-hmm. been talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do, actually, yeah. Because yeah. I did share um, on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. I shared Sean's costume. Sean was actually out at Halloween dressed as the Green Arrow. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah really good costume. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I meant to ask, actually, is the tattoo, is that like a scratch and sniff thing or... <laughs> you mean a transfer? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even know you people anymore. <laughs> there was a question going, what, what is, is that a leg? <laughs> I just posted up saying, yeah, and what a leg. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fairness. All right. Uh, what else did I say? Oh, yeah. Uh, something I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you remember 1980? Well, I know you remember this, Mike, anyway. I think it was yesterday. Mid-70s, yeah. 1982. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead, mm-hmm. part two, I think. I think it was 82 it came out. Maybe it was 87. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one maybe came in. I can't remember. Evil Dead Part 2 was uh, huge, mm-hmm. right? And it was Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. and Sam Raimi, uh, director. Um, they, uh, they're they sort of like buddies. They live together and so on. And they've been buddies for years and years. Mm-hmm. So they made this movie. It went big, became a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I have. I have. And it was funny. It was, it was good because it was so OTT. 
Yeah. Like it was comedic. Like it was purposely comedic. And like the gore was way over the top. The situations that the hero of the movie, Mm -hmm. Ash, which is played by uh, Bruce Campbell, got into, you know, you just go, oh, that poor (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I don't believe it. Um, uh, And there's there's some scenes in it that are just classics, you know. Um, So a number of years later, it was a 92-ish, they came back and they made a follow-up called The Army of Darkness. And that was huge as well. I remember I was playing in Dublin for, geez, it must have been six months or something, and then they replayed it then a couple of years later and so on. I must have seen that movie I don't know. It was one of those that I just watched a lot, you yeah. know, with a, a couple of buddies who were, were just mad about it, but t- thought it was hilarious. So anyway, they've sort of, you know, they've sort of done lots of B-movie horrors since, mm-hmm. low-budget stuff yeah, anyway, yeah. you know, and <clears throat> lots of them. And he's mm-hmm. appeared in, he was Briscoe County Jr. was uh, one series he was in. Okay. Um, and even Burn Notice as well. He might have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was in a few mm-hmm. anyway. Anyway, at these conventions, he has this group of people that sort of follow him around nearly you know just okay. there's Bruce Campbell you know yeah. he's like a god you know it's like so, the Grateful Dead almost <laughs> yeah yeah so so yeah exactly so um, now it's it's kind of got to the stage of TV where if you have let's say a TV show or something where you've still got a big cult following mm-hmm. that they'll go and remake it for example, Prison Break is coming back. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Jeez. Yeah. That's actually a news item I was mm-hmm. going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know, and all these remakes that we've yeah. seen in the last couple of years, you know, so um, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure Dukes of Hazard will be back at some stage as well, mm-hmm. without the flag. Yeah. Um, Didn't they make a Dukes of Hazard movie recently? They made the movie, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We have Supergirl is back. Mm-hmm. We have Wonder Woman coming back. Yeah. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Point made. So anyway, they decided that they would go and make a series. Mm-hmm based on Ash uh, versus the Evil Dead, but set 30 years after the fact, which yeah. ties in perfectly <laughs> mm-hmm. with with Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. himself. So it sets the scene where he's living in a trailer now. He's kind of not getting too close to people. Mm-hmm. Still feels guilty over what happened yeah. back in the day and mm-hmm. still working in like the equivalent of whatever it was. Uh, not Walmart, but he had some other name for it. Uh, mm-hmm. Shop S-Mart. You okay. know, um, yeah. By night, he puts on his corset <laughs> to drag in the belly <laughs> and goes picking up some desperadas, you know, yeah. and there's an incident. And Bruce realizes something uh, something is amiss. Mm-hmm. He then recalls, you know, through sort of a, a, a foggy memory, you know, f- fogged with alcohol <laughs> and grass, uh, that he showed the one of these desperados, you know, showing off to her, mm-hmm. his most prized possession, which is uh, the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. which is the Book of the oh. Dead. Uh, you know, and he drunkenly remember or remembers reading a passage from it, which released evil yeah. of, mm-hmm. again of some sort. So um, that's where it starts, and. It's brilliant in that it captures the essence of the original movies. It has the same sort of shots and slow-mos and uh, uses the same, you know, special effects, which are, you know, they're brutal, but, yeah. they're, but, they're, but they suit it in context, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, it's, it's like it's got a large budget, but try, trying to grab the look of a low budget, mm-hmm. uh, you know, affair. Yeah. But it, it's, uh, it's funny. Lucy Lawless mm-hmm. will be in it, Mike. I thought you'd be, be delighted she'll be in the 10 episodes of this season mm-hmm. and they've actually ordered season 2 before season 1 aired whoa yeah yeah Yeah. so John did you see any of this uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead no I'm giving I'm doing a mic on it I'm giving it a run oh yeah let it play out for a little bit and, and then, then I'm gonna yeah. gorge on it while trying to make my friends feel bad about my <laughs> silly plan <laughs> uh, I did see a bit of this oh yeah yeah um, just to Put it in context. I rewatched Evil Dead last year, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought Was that one or two. Uh, second one. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And I thought it aged really badly. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I was really disappointed on watching it again. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so I didn't have a lot of hope for this. Yeah. But I, I thought they did a pretty decent job. But <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I, I love the thing with the course. That's fucking. Yeah, it's so. I mean, there's, there's bit, just bits like that that are just hilarious. Yeah. You know, they, it still has the same humor. It's nearly, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a perfect follow. Like, yeah. it's like they yeah. continued writing. They forgot yeah. about a bit, and they went, "Oh yeah, we'll resurrect this." Yeah. You know that kind of. Way? Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> I love the. I love the way his life is just a haze now. Yeah. So yeah. It, Actually, just one question. I didn't look up the cast list. Was that, uh, you know, the female state trooper? Is she the same girl that was in uh, Sleepy Hollow? She was the sheriff in Sleepy Hollow. Oh, right. I didn't check, actually, but yeah. Could have been. Maybe, yeah, she maybe. looked familiar. I didn't yeah. check, yeah. I'd say she's going to be good, big in this. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, I, I see sidekick <laughs> already. Yeah, I wonder, here. is this going to be a mixed gender investigative team? <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, from what I saw, it looks looks pretty decent. If you're into it, yeah. I'd if you're into be, it, uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, well you didn't notice the car by any chance? Yeah. I noticed the car. I didn't know what it was. It's a, well, I wouldn't expect you to know. In fairness, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty nerdy thing. It's a '73 Oldsmobile Delta 88, right? But, ah, but, it was on, but the, listen, it was on the tip of my tongue, Steve. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the significance <laughs> of it, right, is that it's been in all the all the other movies too, and oh, it's it? in most yeah. of Sam Raimi's movies. The same it's kind of it's kind of like his trademarky thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And it's his and car. Spider Man. Right. <laughs> it's his car. It's in Spider Man. You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is pretty nerdy. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, so yeah. So that was that. Next up, we'll go to the news. Is it a bicycle? Has a fan that has uh, been promoted up the hate list. Yes, folks, one of our <laughs> listeners by the name of AJ has been boosted to the top of the hate list after his loading and rubbing of salty sand in the eyes of the cast of Is It a Bicycle? He announced earlier this week that not only is he seeing Star Wars on release day, but seeing it in an IMAX. Oh, congrats, AJ. Top of the hate list. Keep one eye open. We'll be in touch. <laughs> Prison Break is to come back. Set several years after the end of the last series. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so apparently some of the stars from the the first series will be back, and uh, yay! They're back in jail again. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. What you know, will they have to get back in again to escape yeah. again? Yeah. I did get all these tattoos for no reason. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, I think Blind Spot's got that covered this year, though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, did you hear Tarantino called police murders? Did he? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, all allegedly. police, or just the police who murder people? Uh, I think he sort of mm-hmm. said police in general which Mm. is the issue he didn't actually say that guy sergeant you know o'reilly or Mm. whatever his name is right you know so yeah he was at a rally and he said Mm. uh gotta call you know a murder a murder and murder is murderers a lot of the unions have got fired up over this Mm -hmm. five of the largest ones Mm -hmm. they are saying that they're going to uh boycott boycott thank you Mm -hmm. and they won't be helping out with security Mm -hmm. or any of the other films that he's making or <laughs> blah, 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 you know, and so on. The big long list uh, yeah. because they're so, so pissed off at him. Yeah, all right. And they want an apology, but well, he's not usually one to apologize. So no, no. Had, had he just come out of straight out of Compton or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it was one of those rallies where we were talking about brutality. Mm-hmm. You know, he might have got caught mm-hmm. up in the moment or whatever. But anyway, he's, he's not unknown for uh, criticizing the police in the U.S. anyway. So mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't be the first time he's in hot water with them. Have you already talked about the Star Trek series? No, go for it. Uh, apparently a new Star Trek TV series has been commissioned with uh, 
Alex Kurtzman, who we know uh, of with him and Roberto Orki have been kind of in charge of the JJ Abrams, uh, a lot of JJ Abrams products, projects actually, but uh, they are very involved in the Star Trek film fran- franchise. Apparently Kurtzman is going to be executive producing this new series. Very few details at this early stage. Hmm. <clears throat> is it going to be another Deep Space Nine bullshit or <laughs> are they actually going to make an effort this time? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even going to reply to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Moving on. Okay. So we'll start with the first of our movies. Bone Tomahawk. Mike, Uh, tell us. This is uh, a Western. Yeah. Kurt Russell. Yep. Matthew Fox. Mm Mm-hmm. And a bunch of other people. Patrick Wilson. Lily Simmons. David Arquette. That's right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, a bunch of other people. A bunch of other people. <laughs> <laughs> Living somewhere in the Wild West. And um, everything is kind of idyllic, except for when you're outside of town. Things things are a bit rough outside town. Um, okay. They seem to have a real problem with it's a bit bush- wild bushwhacking. Out the West. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. The east side of town is grand, but once yeah. you go out the West, <laughs> it's really dodgy. West side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, you have uh, one of these bushwhackers has pissed off some local Indians. Mm-hmm. And after doing that, he decides to come into town and uh, gets himself injured. And in the process of being treated, the Indians come into town to get him. And they take uh, two people mm-hmm. who happen to be with him. Mm-hmm. The townsfolk are pretty cheesed off with this, so they decide to launch a rescue mission. Let's get a posse. Get a posse together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have to say, it, it may go down in history as... <laughs> <laughs> the, the movie, movie, movie world's worst ever rescue rescue team. <laughs> 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 yeah, There's calling the cavalry, and then there's these guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and that's basically what it is. It's a, a chase movie. Try and try and rescue the damsel in distress and get back without losing too many of your teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but Sean, did you see this? Um, I saw all the way up to the, the first act. Yeah. I'm afraid time caught up with me. But um, it has a great hmm. opening. Yes. Uh, a great opening involving former WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it, the humor in this is so apparent from get-go without being like, without being like cheeky or making fun of Westerns. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just it, it is also funny, um, which I really, really mm-hmm. liked. Um and it's actually described, I had a bit of a look at a synopsis myself, it's, it's actually described as a horror western. Yes. Uh, and not just a western, which I'm, I'm interested in. <clears throat> and yeah. I thought that the, there was some really great writing. Like there's a sequence where there's so much character stuff in this before real, like violence, like the real violence mm. that I saw was like peppered. And I'm sure that'll increase mm. as the movie goes. But so much of it is just conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really liked uh, some sequences uh, with your classic Western love story. Yeah, uh, there was a great, there was a great. I'm a tough guy, so how are we going to get this character to emote? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess what if we had him read a thing and then be all gruff about it? Like mm-hmm. it was. I really liked some of the stuff that they were doing, and I really feel for some of the characters immediately because there's the backup deputy um, who. Is very. It seems to me very clearly he's being kept busy, so he doesn't keep thinking about his his like recently deceased wife, and just like little bits and pieces like that put some real, I think, nobility into some 
I guess, in all other respects, like common, you know, archetypes of the Wild West, which I thought was really, really cool. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Humor. <laughs> it wasn't what struck me after watching this. Say. Um, but I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, the, you know, I. It's funny. I was thinking about this today, and I'd forgotten completely about the first act. Yeah, <laughs> completely. I'd forgotten. I was. Mm. I was like, oh yeah, that happened. Mm. That whole thing with the lads yeah. at the start. I'd yeah. completely forgotten it because yeah. the the rest mm-hmm. the rest of the movie really overshadows. Yeah. Uh, I have to say now, I, I I agree with Sean. It, it's brilliant. Uh, Kurt Russell is excellent um, as the the gritty mm-hmm. scene it all before sheriff. Yeah. Um, uh, he's he's one of the standout performances. Uh, Matthew Fox as well. I didn't even recognise him. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. was brilliant as well. Um, uh, who else was in there? Not sure. Actually, what Matthew Fox? What was? What was he exactly, Mister Brodeur? Just, yeah, was he just like a was, gun for hire? Or? No, I think he was a local dandy. Oh, is that what it was? He was yeah. a cad. <laughs> yeah, just cad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, although I've seen better from Patrick Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this year in what's he in Fargo? It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and what did we see? We saw him in something last week as well. Did we not? I can't remember. Oh no, maybe it was this movie. But anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was. Uh, you, you know, it just uh, the character just wasn't great. It was just like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was annoying more than anything. Lily Simmons, um, she kind of looked like she was kind of hanging out mm-hmm. more than being in the situation that she yeah. was in. You know, uh, she, oh, you lads, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> she never, you know, it never came across that she was, you know, mm-hmm. in fear or, yeah. you know, uh, in trouble. Mm-hmm. Even it was just like yeah. chilling out and. She's, Biding yeah. her time. Not even slightly inconvenienced. No, no, not even worried. Not even chatting about it. Yeah. Like, talking about things that were unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> There's some violence in this, let's say. Mm-hmm. And there is some particular violence that is quite shocking and appalling, I'd say. <laughs> and I, I'm sure it'll be mentioned by anyone who watches this movie. because It was unexpected. We weren't we weren't led up to it. It was just like, oh, Jesus. You know? so, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I got to the end of this, I have to admit I felt wanting mm-hmm. uh, because there are a number of, story, number of sort of story arcs in this <coughs> that are wrapped up off of screen, mm-hmm. or whereas they're the ones that I wanted to see on screen. Okay. There is a case, a, a, actually a bad case of troglodytes in this mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> and, you know, they, you know, we, we know nothing about them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be anyone. It could be any gang in American gang. It yeah. could be any street gang. It could be anyone, you know. Uh, but we we've no backstory on mm. them, really. Yeah, that was one of the biggest problems with the movie. Yeah, was the total lack of personality in the bad guys. Yeah, like even they they bring in a, a token Indian expert. Yeah, yeah, to say who these guys are, and yeah. he just says, you know, they're so degenerate they don't even have a language. Yeah, so it, it's really it's really hard to think of them as anything beyond like. Zombie level threat. You yeah, know, it could be zombies or aliens or anything. It could be yeah, anything. It yeah. could be anything. That's a, I, I don't think they made a mark in that. Yeah, it's just like insert bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was nearly like cowboys versus aliens. You know? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of parallels in it. Yeah, cinematography was pretty cool. Yeah, the Wild West yeah. looked wild. It did. It looked west. Yeah, yeah, very west. But my other problem with this movie was uh, the predictability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 See, that's because there wasn't an awful lot of things changing. No. You know, the characters started out 
in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Pretty well all of them finished up in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe uh, the girl's husband, you could argue, had a, had a change along the way. Maybe, yeah. Everyone else, they they just, they have their job. They yeah. go do that job in yeah. the movie. And, you know, even, like, Kurt Russell is great. I, I yes. never speak yeah. Ill, Ill of Kurt Russell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he didn't have an awful lot for doing in this movie. Mm. You know? Well, he did a fantastic moustache to look after. That was about it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Extraordinary moustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, was it his own? Or did they just I wonder. Honor? I wonder. Yeah. November, sure. Yeah. That'd be a really impressive moustache to bring it too far. If you're ordering sarsaparillas. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Speaking of bars, probably my favorite scene in this, there's a shooting in a bar. Yeah. And Matthew Fox is there. Yeah. And it just, for me, sums up all the archetypes of what the Wild West is supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, because it he, he's dressed up in this uh, immaculate suit. Yeah. And um, he's drinking his whiskey. Somebody gets shot. He's not involved. And he he doesn't bat an eyelid. He just finishes his drink, stops at the door, fixes his hat on his head, <laughs> and then walks out. <laughs> it's like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Brilliant piece. Good day too, sir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> it moved along nicely, though. It wasn't one that was sort of like, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? It, was, it, it was decent enough in that regard. But again, you, you're just struggling to kind of get into it because it's, you know, there's a big section of it that's basically a road movie. You know, yeah. they're, they're going along the journey, and there's not an awful lot happening. There's, you know, there's chit chat between the characters, but there aren't any real dingers where you say, "Oh, that's." Nah, there's many that's adventures, good. and that's about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like they're just killing time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Till they get the end. Are we there yet? Nearly. Yeah. yeah. Just, just four more scenes. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah. The violence itself. I, I thought was uh, was quite refreshing, actually. You know, it's it's not often, you know, this jaded reviewer sees something's go, oh, yeah, damn, <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, mm. I had to take a little break for myself <laughs> at one stage. I have to admit, <laughs> and it, it looks real. It looks hurty. It does. <laughs> one little thing that kind of stuck in my head while I was watching it is. So the way Sean has always gone on about uh, pay attention to this. This will be important later. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He's, a, he's listening to it. He's know he's in the room. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of times they set that up Yeah. and then they just forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what happened? You set that thing? up so nicely yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you just <laughs> fucking left it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know. Um what they were thinking there. Well, that's a, well, that yeah. kind of was my my issue, like like with some of the story arcs that happened finished up off screen. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, ah, jeez, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> been so good, yeah. You know, <laughs> I want to see what happens. Anything else, Sanders? Uh, not a whole lot, really. Mm. Yeah, I think we covered most of it. Yeah, kind of a mark, would you? I did enjoy the movie, but it wasn't it wasn't any great shakes at the end of the day. Um, really nicely made, but the story itself was a bit. Eh. Mm. I'll give it a six. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was better than average as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'd go in around a six too. And like Sean said, it's it's kind of intriguing, yeah, for, you know, because it's a horror mm-hmm. western. Yeah. Horror-estern? Is that it? Hestern. Hestern, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, six. Watchable, but could have done better. It wouldn't be a matinee now, but it'd be a lazy Wednesday evening, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be careful who you watch it with. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> 
Okay, next up, first of our TV, which is Wicked City. Mark. Cops investigate a serial killer. <laughs> Good, he's chewing again. <laughs> he's eating again. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. Right, listen, listen, you fuckers. I've had a very busy day. <laughs> I've got another 600 calories to eat. So while you guys are jawing about some film I didn't see, I'm going to get my goodness into me. You feel me? That rhymes. That was actually pretty good. That was pretty good, wasn't he? And I gave the perfect synopsis. <laughs> Two cops who obviously don't get along because you can't initially get on with your partner in any cop show. Um, try and track down a serial killer played by another Gossip Girl alumni. We had a different Gossip Girl alumni in Blood and Oil. All the Gossip Girl peeps are floating to the top, as you'd expect. I don't know if you'd call it the top. XOXO. <laughs> Gossip Girl. So yeah, so it's a serial killer thing set in a time period. Yeah. Are we, are we not done with serial killer things? Well, we're done with criminal minds. Mm. We're so done with that. Yeah. They just keep shoving them out. Yeah. But this, you know, uh, I'll come straight out of it. This is really contrived. <laughs> I think you're contrived. And they're really trying too hard in this one. I, I think you might contrive this one. You know, you know uh, even, even the, 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 the club. What's it called? The Whiskey? Whiskey Jojo's. Whiskey, isn't that what, a, there was one of those in LA in the 80s that like long-haired people came out of and did well for me, Motley Crue, uh-huh. and someone like Motorhead or someone else like yeah, that. Yeah. So, you know, but when he walks in, that's the first band style that you see, it's just like, ah, Jesus. Isn't it set in LA in the 80s? Yes, but it's like, has to have the landmark. Yeah. It's like, you go to Paris in the movie, mm. there's the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> there's fucking Arc de Triomphe, yeah. you know, it's that kind of thing, you know. It's a soundtrack, it? 80s music, mm. you know. The, yeah. uh, and they show us so many 80s things as we go along. Mm-hmm. All the uh, muscle cars that are still mm. driving the streets. Yeah. Your man's driving what? Mm. Uh, Pontiac GTO, mm-hmm. you know, bullnose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, yeah. you know, I saw that and went, oh yeah, I like this. Yeah. And then I went, oh, there's no, oh yeah, there's another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it didn't get off to a good start for me. Mm. It was, it was just a bit too. Ugh. It was like they they compressed all the eighty <clears throat> stuff into into it like four mm. blocks. Right. Anyway, that was that was my initial impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And did it? Did like once you got over that? Did did the story kind of make any impression on you? Um. I tell you what, I I give it to you in about eight words. Okay. Right. It was excruciating, <laughs> unconvincing, poorly written, moronic, completely contrived shit. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> or what I like to call yeah. intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. That was seven I, words, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Like, why don't you tell us what you really thought? About <laughs> Steve is holding way back on this yeah. one. Uh, I know. Kind of on the just fence. can't. Just kind relax and fence. be yourself, so you know. <laughs> so. Obviously, I agree wholeheartedly with Steve. I really like this. <laughs> the first, the first thing that they're doing right in this mm. is so. Steve, mm. we are certainly done with serial killer cop shows. We're yeah. definitely done. There's, yeah. there's been any amount of them. Yeah, but we're always open for a good one, mm. um, because the premise is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at a deviant mind that mm. can be interesting mm. if it's written the right way. It can be an interesting person, the serial killer himself. The act of trying to catch him and as they play off each other, because serial killers, of course, taunt the law. So there's, there's always good interaction there. Um, Back and to I think the they do something really, really good mm. in that they set up the, the characterization on the killer. 
is early and it is excellent. And I was immediately interested in his motivation and the specific types of abuse that led him to be the person that he is now. Um, the cops, I don't think were as good, but they weren't bad. Like you seemed to hate everything that happened on the screen while the show was on. <laughs> I didn't think the chemistry between the two cops mm. was that bad. I, th- I thought it was, it was fairly good. Mm. The setting was a bit understated for most of it. You could, if you'd, if you had, if you, if you weren't paying attention, you know, like if you happen to be on Facebook at the same time, perhaps you might look up and go, Where, when's this set again? Oh, it's Blade Runner. Hang on. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they weren't, they weren't hammering you with the setting. Like every so often something would happen. You go, all oh, right, this was days of yore. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't constantly being hammered. I didn't think that hurt it either way anyway. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I don't see what your problem is, man. I think we've seen plenty of, like we said, we, uh, I'm not going to rehash that. So we've seen plenty of series. But not as good as this one. No. You've seen like no, no. worse ones. What's the one that you, you really like that you watched all the seasons of? Grey's Anatomy. No, no, the other serial killer one. <laughs> it sounds like the kidding, but it's not. It's the one with the no, no, Kevin no. Bacon. The Kevin one Bacon. where your your man was a cop and he was Dexter. Like, Dexter, yeah, yeah, Dexter. yeah. Oh yeah. You see? That, okay, that's better. You see, mm. it is better. Yeah, and but that's and different this, though. That's a serial killer trying to catch catch a serial killer. Completely different genre. This is the <laughs> <laughs> this is playing to the same crowd, but they're trying to make it adult themed, mm. right? Mm. By very clumsily mixing sex and violence. What's not to like, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it, it was, you know. Well, you thought the sex was clumsy? or? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, you know what? Okay, it, it did have one saving grace in this. And uh, that is the, uh, there is one character in it with which he seems to have made a bond beyond the killing and mm-hmm. the murdering mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that is interesting i uh, that that would be something that uh if i'd like the rest of it i'd be interested mm-hmm. to see where that goes mm-hmm. uh you know so. well darren i think you've picked up the the key of the series oh yeah probably uh, like that's yeah. you've got basically a, a myra hindley and Ian brady kind of thing yeah, the yeah. genesis of it. accomplished or something like that yeah developing yeah yeah um and i thought the way they handled that character was absolutely brilliant did you? Yeah, because she was, uh, she had a facade, mm-hmm. and every so often they'd give you a little nod to what she was really like. Right, right. And um, you could see, like, she, she is so perfect for him. <laughs> this could be one of the great love stories of this year on TV. <laughs> but th- th- didn't we have something similar during the summer? You know that one that bombed, the one about... Uh, this isn't based on a true story, but we use all the same names. Do you remember that one? Your man who killed a load of women. He had like a harem going on. What's his name? That serial killer. Oh, I reviewed it earlier this year. Ah, oh. Bundy. Charles Manson. Oh, Manson. Oh, Manson. That was it, Manson. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's not as good. <coughs> no. That one was mm-hmm. too confused for too long. Mm. This one's straight to it. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you I, and Sean uh, made similar noises. Yeah, I want to hear what Sean thinks now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was actually going to say I was working on this while you guys were giving very differing views on the same material. Mm-hmm. I uh, I think that TV, in a lot of ways, is like stripping. 
Stay with me. Okay. So <laughs> Mike's well with you. You can't just you can't just oh, no, take we're all everything. We're not leaving this conversation. <laughs> you can't just walk out there and take everything off at the exact same time. Mm. There's no art to that, and then mm. you're just sitting there while a song plays for three minutes. But you also can't go out there wearing a lot of clothes <laughs> yeah. for a very long time, mm-hmm. or you won't get any tips. <laughs> so I think it's really important to slowly to tantalize, mm-hmm. to reveal, mm-hmm. perhaps conceal again, put in a couple surprises, mm-hmm. um, not like crying game style ones, mm-hmm. but like some surprises. And this show was really blatantly about, here's the thing, isn't it pretty? We're going to keep doing this same thing, and we're going to just tell you all the shit like straight away and i don't know so okay the opening of this i really like uh i was a big fan of the song uh the songs actually in general and the setting i thought that they really like hit it and i was like this is pretty cool and also i read a synopsis for this that says that each series focuses on a different um investigation uh and i believe it's based on a real one um and I was like, okay, cool. So like, I can see these places are actual places. I'm interested in this. This is, this is cool. And then like the first, oh, the first bit of violence, I was like, all right, cool. And they have this beautiful shot where instead of showing us the Hollywood sign, which is what all things set in Hollywood do at some point, it showed us the view from behind the Hollywood sign, which made LA look like it was trapped. It made LA look like it was like encircled. And I thought that was really cool. The problem is, but the violence pretty much plays out the same ways. And it's almost like they like they come up with their catchphrase and then they overuse it. And I was just kind of like, by the end of the episode, I was like, is that the fourth time that I've heard this exact phrase? That's okay. I mean, I get what you're trying to do, but I also got that the second time you said it and the third time you said it. This is a bit repetitive for me. So I needed something else besides the repetitive serial killery stuff. And also... I think in horror and thriller suspense, usually you don't want to just show everything about the monster straight away mm-hmm. so that there's mystery, tension. And in this, it was kind of like, there's going to be a very specific event that made this person this way because that's how psychology works. <laughs> this one thing happened, now this is what he does all the time. He didn't get the cookies, so now he kills people with cookies. Like, you know what I mean? So I was just like, okay. Best, uh, best serial profile ever. I love it, Sean. That is a criminal. Would you write that as a criminal minds episode and send it in? They'll fucking they'll film it like it. BAU. Like They're so like out a, of ideas. Like yeah. the Cookie Monster would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but the, didn't the cop do that? The cop did that in the show. He got it straight off the bat. Like yeah, he profiled him. Like he just went, yeah, this is what his issues are, and mm-hmm. it was just like yeah. Mm. Well, okay. here's the thing, though. I think the cop was wrong about one specific point because he said that he didn't get enough love from his mother, and I think the problem is actually he might have gotten a bit too much. Mm. Simply based on when he finds out about like one character trait of a person, he really like hones in on it. And it's yeah. like, oh, this doesn't seem to be a negative for him. It seems to be a positive. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. it still seemed to be too like, oh, the cop thinks it's this thing. That's really basic. Mm-hmm. Sure. What's his one? Oh, it's a slightly different basic thing. <laughs> and then so what I needed was like some other interesting thing, right? Because the serial killer stuff, they did a good job and then it got repetitive. But they have many more episodes. They've got 10 more episodes. So They'll have other ideas, I'm sure. The idea of him leaving a trail for the cops, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Let's see how the cops react to that. Turns out in a really cliched way where they make bad personal life choices 
but they're damn good cops. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, all right, this is fine. So I don't know. I think it had me for a while and then it did everything in its power to just kind of push me away. You know, like, you know, like the person that you have a great like first date with and then you realize that on the second date, your conversations are exactly the same. And then that keeps happening and they're pretty, but they're not like so pretty that you can't, you can't just ignore. <laughs> did you, did you have, the, did you have the sex the first date or the second date? <laughs> shallow. If, shallow. If, it, if it's this show, it would be the first date. Well, there would never be a second date then. Well, sometimes I like to have sex with the same person multiple times. <laughs> they, they say it's better the second time. They let you do the weird stuff. Who says that? It's, it's a quote from Dr. Horrible's sing-along block, but yep. don't worry about it. He doesn't know himself. He hasn't been on a second date with him. <laughs> oh, that's a sting. That's a dirty <laughs> dig. That's pain where my heart lives, Steve. Left there you know there. I'm yeah. done talking about Wicked City. Move on from me. It's hanging there in front of me, man. <laughs> that's what she said mm. so Mike anything else to say on this uh, did you like it Mike I did I did yeah I didn't expect to like it mm -hmm. um, but uh, I was intrigued by the potential of that relationship oh okay I, I thought the, the cops were weak and uh Unfortunately, they're 50% of the show. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Vera Farmiga's little sister, uh, kind of, I'm not sure what she's going to be in this. You know, she'll be a link of some kind. Um, I am a bit worried that they're already, like, a phone call away from solving the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pretty much could have wrapped it up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but there was enough there. To, to keep me interested, I will watch more, so I'll give it a thriller. Oh, Mark. Yeah, I agree with all of you. It's a great show, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. I've already um, decided with my wife that we're going to add it to our weekly viewing. Wow, oh, there you go. So there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with Mark that it's filler, uh, but I'd be interested uh, in us all calling a pool. We should pick which episode we think they're going to know who the guy is, and then Mark can tell us when they find out. I, I'm, I'm guessing episode two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to Damn it, I was going to pick that too. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for episode six. six. Episode six. Right. All right, I'll go with three. You call two. Okay, yeah. fair enough. All right. Um. Yeah. Complete filler for me. Yep. I agree totally with Mark. Steve. Yeah. Steve. You're, you're such a bitch. No, no, no. Sorry, this one. Oh. Just, just. Do you think is there a on. selection of listeners that haven't been on, listening to us for very long? And when I like, when I do my thing of pretending that someone's opinion that's diametrically opposed mm -hmm. to mine is the same, mm -hmm. that they think I have some kind of problem, and I don't understand like this diversity. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think they're like they're there going, oh man, that poor guy. I wonder what's actually wrong with him. And then they go googling <laughs> charities like to give to so that Mark can get better and understand that people don't agree with him at all. And then they go, you know what? He's probably really happy. He thinks that there's nothing but unity and peace everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> I bet he doesn't even know he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, save the Mark campaign. Um, okay, so next up is the second of our movies, which is The Last Witch Hunter. 
the last one, the very last one. Uh, Sean, do you want to give the synopsis on this, or yes, before I will. you do, okay. before you do, right, yeah. before you oh. do, yeah. I have a giant Vin Diesel boner for this film because I I follow him on Instagram and he has been relentlessly bombarding me with last witch hunter pictures. He has the beard. He doesn't have the beard. He's got magic. He's got blue lights. I can only imagine that this is going to be the single greatest film since all of the Fast and Furiouses. <laughs> Over to you, Sean. Okay. Um, so based on one of Vin Diesel's Dungeons and Dragons characters, uh, the last witch hunter follows the story of Calder, who uh, way back when everyone had a beard and it was very cold, um, he and a group of his men go to stop the Black Plague by killing the Witch Queen. However, this leads to Calder being cursed to forever uh, walk the earth. And so he decides he will always be a witch hunter. So even in the modern day, when there is a covenant between men, uh, the realms of men and, and witches, where they agree that they will not interfere in the lives of humans, he still every now and then has to go deal with magic shit that goes awry. So the story goes from there because there are, there are dark things coming that he must deal with. Hmm. So does he walk the earth like Cain in Kung Fu? No, he walks it pretty much like Vin Diesel does mm. in Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Yeah. And he, in, a, in a fast car? No, in in, a, has he got a, no, he got a, a black uh, car? Second car? Oh. No, a black uh, wife beater. Yeah, he, he generally flies first class as well. <laughs> <laughs> has he got an eight second car? <laughs> it looks like he does. So this stars Elijah Wood, Rose Leslie, Michael Caine, and uh, what's your name again? Wife Peter. Vin Diesel. Vin, that's Vin the one, yeah, yeah. He's in it too. Yeah, so the, he's a superhero uh, kind of unkillable guy. Mm. Cursed by Immortal. a witch with immortality. Cursed. Yeah. So he hunts down nasty mm. types, mm-hmm. witches, mm-hmm. hence the name, yep. he being the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, armed with cliched one-liners. Mm. He's kind of also the first one as well, isn't he? Oh, he's the, yeah, he's the, he's the first and the last. Mm. The Alpha and the well, Omega. He, he doesn't come from a long line of witch hunters. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> having not seen this movie, Mark, and, uh, uh, you know, having known that he's been cursed by a witch, I bet you can't guess which witch or why, with which witch this movie culminates in a large fight well first of all I am in complete total admiration of your sentence structures (laughs) thank you very much I don't think anyone even our esteemed colleague Sean here who is a writer by trade could have put it better (laughs) the amount of times that you said which which perfectly just boggles the mind truly sir you were meant for a career in broadcasting (laughs) it's a pity you have to give that shit away for free on this podcast (laughs) Um, yeah. Is it the one that cursed him in the beginning? Oh, you got it in one. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, he's not on here for He's that. a fucking <laughs> professional. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like I've yeah. seen a few Vin Diesel films yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's a, it's a bit sort of, oh, she's dead. Oh, she's not. Oh, she's behind you. Oh, wait, she's dead again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold yeah. on, though. Steve. What? what? Right? You, 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 you've made the point that this is something that we could expect. Yes. However, one, that is not necessarily a bad thing. Simply, it depends on the delivery. And two, I felt that the reasoning behind this, uh, why it is that which he must deal with, uh, as explained in the film, to great uh, character reaction, um, is very logical. It actually puts a, a wrinkle into the film. 
it makes it so that now victory is even further from the grasp of our hero mm. in a way that makes perfect sense given the rules of the world. You're right. Perfect sense. Juvenile and kind of tired kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I have to agree with you. <laughs> it's it's not it's not like we haven't seen this movie before, you know. That must have been a hell of a big dump in your cornflakes this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You'd know, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I put it there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I think I've just broken my speaker. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know what you're getting when you're going into this. You really do. I, I was just disappointed that I was right. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I know this. Mark, you're going to love this. You're going to love it. But it's just not for me. I still can't wait to see it. I'm, I am interested to find out what the sword fighting is like. The sword fighting hot, is... Hot, hot, anyway. Yeah. Unfortunately, not as much as you would imagine from no. the trailer. No. Yeah. Um, he he kind of puts childish things aside when he gets into the modern world, and uh, does not. There's <laughs> not, yeah. There's not enough sword fighting, to be sure. Um, although there is there is a fiery blade, which is always he a did good a thing. lot of practice. A lot of his Instagram had pictures of him with swords. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, there weren't a lot of people to fight with swords. Mm. Um, you know, which is a big problem in a swordish kind of a way. Mm. Um, I think that the main problem with this movie is that Katie Sackhoff isn't in it. Well, actually, you know what? God damn it! This this is something that I was thinking about, and it's yeah. one of my biggest disappointments in this movie. Mm-hmm. In that, I feel very, very, very disappointed. That actors that have great admiration for, mm-hmm. like Michael Caine mm-hmm. and Rose Leslie, mm-hmm. are in this movie. Maybe that's because is they he... got the script and they thought, "Oh, this is going to be a really good movie." Uh, really? Because <laughs> we <laughs> no, got, they we, thought it might be a franchise. We, 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 I don't know. It's we finally, problem. you know, we finally come to a point in our careers where we're good enough and respected enough as actors to be in the same movie as Vin Diesel. <laughs> now look Elijah Wood I, I can see him be, it's not that I don't respect him right yeah, yeah. but I can see him being in this memory he was in that horror last year the one with the where he was a tree or something yeah, do you remember yeah, that one yeah, yeah, that see he does those kind of oddball he wants yeah, down again yeah, yeah. so I can kind of see him yeah. doing this yeah. <clears throat> so that wasn't a big shocker mm-hmm. but Rose yeah. Leslie yeah I, I, I do agree they, they wasted Michael Caine and they wasted Frodo um, but uh, Rose Leslie well, I think she got a good. She she got a good yeah, innings. She, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, uh, she was in another horror there last year as well. Do you remember that one? Oh, on the, the one lake. in the house. Yeah, yeah, and the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in the cabin. Yeah. The yeah. Woods, yeah. Um, my my problem with it was that they set up <laughs> they set up Elijah Wood to be his sidekick or whatever in in the early part of the movie, and they spent a lot of time doing that, and then they promptly forgot about him. Until yeah. the, the climax, <laughs> I was like, "Who's your man?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, Vin Diesel—he was pretty cool. You see, the way like he was able to pick up stewardesses and stuff, just like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Hi, my name's Claude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the ball passing me so hard right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go on, Sean. Go on. Take it. Go Take on, it and run like the wind. <laughs> 
first of all, you were talking about wasting Michael Caine, right? There, there's a thing in screenwriting called actor baiting, mm-hmm. um, where you, especially <laughs> for older. Okay, I'll give it a second. <laughs> especially for older um, actors, uh, and especially for people who, you know, they they just like to do fairly easy shoots mm. for a fair amount of money. People mm. with big names who know that their name is going to get people to come mm-hmm. to the films, especially in genre stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So often there will be parts written that don't require that many days of filming. Mm-hmm. For example, Michael Caine's part in this. Yep. Um, or voiceover acting is also very attractive to actors like this as well. So I, I really don't think that that is a waste. I, but I think it was written for Michael Caine. Mm-hmm. And so that he would accept doing it. And I think that it, he was used to, you know, affect in the film. I, I'm not sure that he was given any speeches of great value or merit. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone really was in this. Um, so I have to agree with you guys on that. However, I need to go back and talk about the fighting a little bit more. Okay. As opposed to taking the point of view of not enough sword fighting, mm-hmm. I would rather compliment that all of the action sequences were very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciated the way that they used magic, sword fighting, and then uh, in the modern world, uh, like different styles of stuff as well. Just so you know, Merc, uh, Vin Diesel's character Calder does wield a flaming mercurial greatsword, uh, D12 plus D6 fire damage. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Effective against witches, no doubt. Mm. Very effective. And you'll, you'll actually be able to find a video of Vin Diesel playing Dungeons and Dragons as Calder in the lead up to this movie where he rolls several critical hits in a row which is pretty great like he has this great line where he goes no matter how old you are a 20 is a 20 and it's like oh my god I love you <laughs> That's um, class. But, so that was like I, I was already endeared to this film before it came out so, so anyway the fights there's some really interesting use of magic because magic needs to have some version of rules otherwise they just use the ring of murder death kill all of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think in this, there was some like interesting, like, okay, this guy has these kinds of powers. This person can do all this kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most of the time, that, that was pretty cool for me. Like, there's a scene where, because he can't be killed, people have to come up with different ways of combating him. And I thought that was pretty unique. And that was innovative. I thought that was cool. Um, so I liked, I liked a lot of the fights. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, which is really the main thing for me, that and also the world building, the idea of what is his life like as a guy who has to watch all these people die. They don't dwell on it too long. I mean, there's a whole bunch going on behind Vin, Diesel, Vin Diesel's eyes, you know? That's where his acting happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Behind the baldness, which is probably what he should call his memoir. Um, and I don't know. I liked it. Rose Leslie, um, I don't know. I can see why she did this movie. She gets a lot to do. Like I felt like she her character does, yeah. was very active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I thought that that was interesting. Was She's the better of the characters, those. I think. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I actually don't know. I wanted to know more about her character. Actually, I didn't want yeah, to know I, more about the other characters. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. I could see that, I guess. But I don't know. Like I, I was very happy with it. I did. I did go into it expecting a certain thing, and they gave me that. And you can so see how this is kind of written like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Like, uh, it, there's so much of, like, okay, we have to get a cleric, and we need a wizard of some kind, because we already have a fighter. Okay, cool, now we've got a group. Right, so now we can combat any of the tricks we need. Oh, we need, we need to go see a rogue so we can Charlie. sell us some shit. Yeah. We need an amulet, the amulet. <laughs> oh, yeah, class. But, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was interesting. <clears throat> Although I'm, I'm glad that they didn't have, I'm glad they didn't just make all of the witches like the exact same kind of terrible witches we've been mm-hmm. seeing in every movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad there was some variety, not just to the style. Shocker, uh, good witches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even that, but just like I like. I mean, people who are really afraid of Calder, like he's the boogeyman. Like it, that was kind of an interesting uh, tack to me, yeah. and him living in a world where he is that. It was just kind of interesting. I liked it. Okay. Any finishing uh, remarks, Mike? No. Do you want to mark it then? I'll. Yeah, it it was pretty well what I expected. Yeah, and I like these kind of movies. Yeah, so I'm not going to shit in it too hard. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, it's by no means a great movie. So I'm, I'm going to give because it because it's better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it. I'll give it a six. It's it's watchable, but it's it's no classic. Mm. Uh, kind of which on that. Um, I don't feel as strongly about it as you do. In oh the positive way <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh no look the effects were pretty good you know um unfortunately the you know could have done it a bit less and a bit more sword fighting as you said mark um but uh yeah it's going to be a four for me john if you don't like these kinds of movies don't make yourself sit through it it would be absolutely <laughs> like a terrible idea if you were going to see this film <laughs> Uh, I went to see it with some of the people I played Dungeons and Dragons with. Like it was like the perfect group, you know. And then we nerded out about it and the rules and yada yada afterwards. Like we all got to squee when they mentioned the level fourteen warlock. Um, <laughs> so I, I I thought it was very enjoyable, um, and I think that the effects push it to above average. Uh, I would give it a six. All right. Okay. Um, next up, we've got some previews and come to a bicycle near you. So the first one this week that we saw, <laughs> just a second, <laughs> what else did I do? oh yeah, it was Christmas Eve, so it was uh, perfect timing. 20 people, 20 six people, elevators. Six elevators. The set from, what do you call it, Grey's Lobotomy. No. Yeah. One yeah. steaming pile of horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is, well, I thought Mark would like this, um, because it's got his elevators, it's got his hospital. Mm-hmm. It's got Christmas. Yeah. It's it's pretty much ER. There's some doctors in the elevators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hmm. Are they sleeping with each other? <laughs> well, it could happen. They're, hmm. they're going to be stuck in elevators for a while. What is it, a blackout or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What genre is it? God, that's a question. It, it's kind of action, horror, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Christmas <laughs> type. Feel good. Drama. Musical. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're fucking with me right now. I'm, you have piqued my interest in the idea of a movie where it's six rooms and then elevators and a bunch of different characters mm. inside of them. Trying to make that interesting, if they do it well, would be really fucking cool and unique. What genre is it? Are they all so going to the fir- are they all going to be comedy? Prom? The first thing they do to make it interesting is they make one of the main characters Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> And that goes a long way toward doing it. Mm. He's really experiencing a renaissance of sorts at the moment. Yeah, he is. The right. films that he's he's been put into, they're really like atypical roles. It seems like he plays a dirty old man really well. And now we've got another role here of the hard-nosed Scrooge type character. You know who else is in this? 
that I haven't seen in ages is Gary Cole. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's like, oh no, it's Midnight Caller. <laughs> or your man from Manly Wackfield. Was he in V <laughs> as well? The original V. Is, is this the short guy from Different Strokes? No, 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 no. no, no. Um, he was that was a Gary Coleman joke. He was in. He's in uh, Talladega Nights, Office Space. Oh, it's Office Space. Sure, he, he was the he was the boss in it. Okay. Okay. Do you remember oh, him? He's awesome. Yeah, Pineapple Express. Uh, mm. Yeah, he's in lots of stuff. He's by no means short. He's six foot. Um, yeah. Well, that's quite short in the Leonard family. Yeah, well, that's. What I was just thinking that. Should have just left that bit out. Yeah, even the girls are fucking six foot. I'm going to be family. ridiculed. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? This I don't know. Christmas movie? Christmas movie. It looks like a Christmas Day movie. Bah humbug. Yeah, bah humbug, yeah. Um, I'm not going to be running out to see this one now. Uh, how about you, Mike? Looks like you're right up your street. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next one we looked at was the Brothers Grimsby. This stars Sasha Baron Cohen. Which you don't find out to the very end of the trailer. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Isla Fisher. Is it, is it Isla? Isla. 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 Okay. Penelope Cruz is in it. Rebel Wilson's in it. Uh, David Harewood's in it. Ian McShane is in it. Mark Strong's in it. Borny Sibidi is in it. Yeah, it's uh, Jammers full of cast. It is indeed. Yeah, and this is uh, about the the best spy in the world. The bestest of the, the elitest bestest of the spy. bestest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he has a new assignment and he has to team up with his brother. Well, Not the bestest of the no, no, he's a football hooligan, and he's um, Sasha Baron Cohen. He's not the best at anything from the looks of things, including having sex. <laughs> this, though, is one of the better trailers I think I've seen this year. From the, it gives a brilliant first-person uh, perspective, uh, almost Black Ops. Yeah, uh, Call of Duty goes. Call of Duty, yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Because it's so brilliant. You know, it's just ridiculously brilliant. Um, um, it's well worth watching the trailer. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm up for this. Mm. This looks, this looks good. It, uh, it is a comedy, mm. obviously, with himself yeah. in it, but yeah. I'm fucking dying to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I laugh my way from the start to the finish. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the sort of brutal, stupid humor that I really like in it. And, and Sasha Van Cohen is, he's a fucking genius. Like, yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 Um, did you see this, Mark? I did indeed. It's the first three, qu- three quarters of the trailer, a first-person shooter with hand-to-hand combat. And the final bit is Sasha Baron Cohen road-testing a bed in a bed shop where he's having sex with somebody. <laughs> and then makes really funny orgasm noises and says to the sales assistant, we'll take it. Which I thought was brilliant. Because who the fuck else could they sell it after that? <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's class. Uh, I think you've nailed it, say. Oh, I think the signal's gone. Mike, do you want to give us a synopsis on the next one? What is it? Uh, Chirac. Chirac. Apparently Chicago is more dangerous than Iraq now. <laughs> All right. Apparently so. Apparently. The people, who are, the people who are bleeding in this Spike Lee movie are the uh, black residents of mm-hmm. the city. Um, so the females of the city decide that the only way to get guns off the street is to withdraw sexual favors. Um, so if you're carrying a gun, you ain't getting no nookie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Celibacy until uh, the killing stops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it looks like there's an awful lot of grandstand scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like big, 
big extras. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It looks a bit comedic. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of taking a fairly serious theme, and then. But it's what it's based on is uh, the interesting bit, isn't it? Ah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. you're getting all classical yeah, on this. Check this out. Yeah. Oh, so it's a modern day ad- adaptation of the ancient Greek play. Do you know this one? Did you write this Lysistrata. one? Lysistrata. No, I didn't. Aristophanes. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 I did not know that. So it's set against the backdrop of gang violence in Chicago. Yeah. Mm. So I guess, yeah, had, yeah, because we didn't know that yeah. initially, it looked a bit, yeah, yeah. don't know yeah. about this, but yeah. now I'm a bit more interested. Yeah. But if you're going to rip something off, you might as well rip off the Greeks. <laughs> they're not going to sue you now at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. They might need a bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. So this stars uh, Wesley Snipes, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Angela Bassett. Uh, who else is in this? Felicia Pearson. Oh, is that your one from um, The Wire? I think it might be. Yeah, there's loads of people you recognize in this. Mm-hmm. John Cusack. Mm-hmm. He plays the token white guy. <laughs> yeah, the only white guy in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Are you interested? I think I might just go and read the play. Really? Yeah. Oh. We'll read it in the back of the movie theater while you're watching this film so we can at least talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. I thought the the music was really good in this. If the trailer's out to go by. I thought the plot was pretty ridiculous. I don't know if it'll hang together for a full movie. Um because even in the very short space of time we have for the trailer, I was kinda going, Come on. Yeah. The, I, the narration was a bit distracting. I thought. Yeah, because they were putting a lot into it too. Yeah, you almost expect a couple of musical numbers to mm-hmm. jump out at you. Mm-hmm. I always, I always feel like using narration when you're like doing a text from a book to a film is kind of cheating or lazy. Because it's just like, what if we just take some shit from the book and have somebody say it? Just put it over the top. There you go. Now we're just telling you the book. It's an audio book. There have, you go. We have no way of conveying this through visual yeah. <laughs> construction. So it has to be said. Mm. But if you make Samuel L. Jackson say it. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Well, if you're going to have anyone say it, yeah. you want Samuel L. Jackson say it. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I for, mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why not? Yeah. 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 So Mike, Mark, Steve, and Sean. Stay classy.